Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, October 30th. Before we get started on your weekend preview, I've got to issue my first correction on the show. I said mistakenly yesterday that Nashville SC was just the fifth expansion team to make the MLS Cup playoffs in their first ever season. They're, in fact, the sixth team to ever do so. LAFC did so in 2018, and my brain didn't work yesterday, so I blame my brain. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled programming. The point spread for the Titans and Bengals game has moved a lot since opening at Tennessee minus three and a half this week. After 70% of the money poured in on the Titans over the course of this week, the line now sits at five and a half. The real bottom line is that fans and media alike are struggling to find compelling matchups within this game that offer a legitimate challenge to the Titans. Outside of Joe Burrow and his trio of talented receivers, it's quite a struggle to find an area on the field that should create adversity for the Titans. The Bengals are missing a lot of pieces along the offensive line, are possibly shorthanded in the backfield without Joe Mixon, and just traded one of their more talented defensive linemen, Carlos Dunlap. This from an already statistically questionable defense. Outside of the team, we've mostly been focused on the trade deadline this week because of the lopsided matchup. And this is the NFL, so that type of situation can be dangerous. John Robinson will undoubtedly use this weekend to evaluate his roster. But the coaches and players better be focused on the Bengals and doing their jobs because as professionals, there are no excuses for overlooking an opponent. In the college game where teenagers can be distracted by a million things, trap games or emotional letdowns are a very real thing. But in the professional ranks, where all of those zeros in your paycheck are guaranteeing that you stay focused and are not distracted. This weekend is one of those games that you have to win if you want to call yourself a Super Bowl contender. It's really not more complicated than that. There are no excuses, not COVID, not lack of rest, not lack of practice, not injuries, not weather, not frustration with teammates leaking information to the public sector, not nothing, especially when you've got a team like the Indianapolis Colts sitting one game behind you in the AFC South standings. As a sidebar, from a human element standpoint, it cannot be easy to go to work every day knowing that next Tuesday your boss could just decide that either A, you're expendable, or B, tradable and simply just ship you and your family off to an entirely new city. But hey, I guess that's what you sign up for when you become a professional athlete. Tennessee and Cincinnati kick off at noon Central Time on Sunday. Make sure you're subscribed to all the wonderful 440 Titans podcasts, football and other F-words, the Music City Audible, and the Home Run Throwback, among many others, all, of course, courtesy of our great partners at Broadway Sports Media. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tennessee is off this weekend, so what are the most important things to keep an eye on in the SEC? Well, a lot per usual. Florida, Texas A&M, and Georgia all have critical tests on Saturday. Stetson Bennett IV still appears to be the starting quarterback for the Bulldogs as they head to Lexington to face a pretty solid Kentucky defense this week, and it doesn't look like Kirby Smart has made any adjustments to his offense during the bye week. Guess they're rolling with the mailman. The Wildcat defense should be a nice challenge for Bennett, who needs all the reps he can get against solid teams. Otherwise, the Dogs' defense should probably be enough for the win this weekend. Kellamond and Texas A&M are hosting Arkansas and their much-improved defense as well. It's another chance for Mond to prove that how he played in the win over Florida was the real Kellen Mond. And if they can beat a pretty solid Razorbacks team this weekend, it sets the Aggies up for a run at the college football playoff. They will not play another ranked team all year and will be heavily favored in almost every game left on the schedule. 
Florida might be getting the biggest test of the weekend as they welcome Missouri to the swamp. That's right, Missouri is the biggest test of the weekend. The Gators haven't been able to practice at all due to the COVID outbreak the last two weeks. And while that may not impact the well-oiled machine that is the Gators' offense, it definitely doesn't help solve any of the issues the defense has faced recently. Mizzou has given Florida fits since entering the SEC eight years ago, as these two have played some really bizarre games. And freshman quarterback Connor Bazelak is no joke. He will challenge the Gators' defense. If Florida loses, it basically gives Georgia the East title before the two get together next weekend in the cocktail party. If Florida wins and holds serves, it sets up an SEC East championship showdown with the Bulldogs next weekend. LSU visits Auburn as well in what is always an awesome game, and the winner could surge into the second half of the season while the loser will be facing a whole lot of questions. As usual, no pressure in the SEC, even when two unranked teams get together. And I'm not sure what to watch in the Mississippi State-Alabama game or the Ole Miss-Vanderbilt game, although the latter might be the only chance for either team to pick up a win the rest of the season. So I guess there's that. Playoff-bound Nashville SC is hosting the Chicago Fire on Saturday night at Nissan Stadium. The club has clinched a playoff spot, which is cool, is riding a four-game unbeaten streak, which is also cool, and hasn't lost at home since February. Even more cool. With the playoff spot clinched, it's now all about seeding which offers very different playoff experiences depending on where Nashville SC finishes. And frankly, we could all use a pandemic playoff format refresher because even for diehard MLS fans, it's totally different this year. If Nashville SC finishes as the number seven or number eight seed, which is where they're currently situated as of Friday morning, the club will host either the 10th or 9th seed in Nashville, meaning we would get a home playoff game. If the club can work their way up to the fifth or sixth seed, they would then skip the first or play-in round, but would automatically be sent on the road to play either the third or fourth seed. So fans can kind of decide for themselves what they want. One path gives you a home playoff game, but would require an extra win to reach the MLS Cup, and a battle with either the first or second seed in the second round. The other guarantees that you're going on the road against a better team in your first playoff match, but you get to skip the play-in round and would face a quote-unquote lesser opponent in the second round. There are legitimate arguments to be made about both sides, both paths, to be honest. This is just some information for you guys all to keep in mind as Nashville SC battles for seeding over its final three matches. That about does it for this week. Everybody have a safe and wonderful Halloween weekend. Enjoy your football this weekend. Please check out the Fringe Element podcast, previewing all the big SEC action this week, as well as the gold standard for your Nashville Predators coverage. And of course, Lamestream Sports, our guest this week, Chase McCabe, talking gambling. So check out all those great shows. Please rate and review and subscribe to this show. Tell all your friends. My name is Braden Gall. Thank you for listening. This has been the 440 for Friday, October 30th. 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. Mm-hmm.